0: Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Nature Connection Show with Lisa and Nancy, publishers of Big Blend Magazines and nature photographer Margot Carrera. All right. So here on the Nature Connection, we are going to the North and South Carolina region of America. Uh, we are going to be in the South because both are we, even though it's North Carolina, you always thought, like, is that really in the South and Southeast? It is. So we've got three mm-hmm. special guests joining us. We've got Joe Clark. She's a travel writer and photographer based out of South Carolina's Grand Strand. And she has a true thirst for knowledge. In fact, her website is haveglasswilltravel.com she loves history great food and wine and she loves nature Uh, so go to her website Uh, she's also one of our contributors you hear her on the shows all the time and uh, as i was saying she's based in south carolina's grand strand and today she's going to talk about where she gets her nature connection on in the grand strand you never know with joe but welcome back joe how are you i'm good how are you Oh, doing good. Doing good. I can't wait to hear about some of the destinations you're going to talk about, about the Grand Strand, uh, which is all, that's all in the Myrtle Beach area, right? Of, of South right. Carolina. Very, Very close popular. to Myrtle Beach. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. We also have Mr. and Mrs. Wild on the show. Uh, Stephen, Karen Wilson, mm-hmm. they own and run the line and the road, Rose Bed and Breakfast. And um, when they're not on the bed and breakfast, they are on the road. They're out on a trail probably hiking in the pisgah national forest blue ridge Mountains, smoky mountain national park which is all their backyard or they're traveling the country yep. looking um at musicians and rocking it out with heavy metal and whatever's <laughs> going on so it's either nature or wild musicians and they've traveled the world literally uh mm-hmm. looking for wildlife to experience that so they definitely are all about the nature connection they also Uh, co-host our Big Blend Radio Adventures in Asheville podcast that happens every first Tuesday. So keep up with them at lion-rose.com. So how are you doing, Steve?
1: Doing good. How about you?
0: Doing good. What's on tap? You know, Steve's the master brewer of the Lion and the Rose, Ben and Breakfast. (laughs) What's on tap today?
1: Uh, Haven't decided yet. I mean, we still have some wheat beer on tap. We're going to be brewing something up um, within the next week or two, though, because the tourist season is getting ready to to uh pick up a little bit hopefully and um we'll get some Mm. something interesting for somebody we haven't decided yet though
0: ah ah, and karen how are you doing Mm
2: -hmm. i'm good how about you
0: doing good doing good so um when did the flowers start to bloom in asheville it's pretty much in march right for the forest areas it
2: pretty much is in march and we're actually starting to see a little bit already popping out in the garden a little bit oh and Mm -hmm. and
0: speaking of nature connection Your garden is a certified national, uh, it's a wildlife habitat through the National Wildlife Federation, right?
2: Mm -hmm. It is.
0: That means that you have all kinds of birds. Uh, You have native species of plants and birds and squirrels. We know you love, you know, the yep. squirrels love your garden. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. yeah, native plants, you give them water, their shelter, you know, all that good stuff for uh, having exactly. a backyard habitat, which is awesome for guests and also for people getting married and having garden weddings. And occasionally mm-hmm. you have a bear encounter, too, in um, in your backyard, isn't that Oh, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. You
2: never know. Absolutely. It's oh, not yeah. uncommon.
0: Yeah, Asheville. I, I mean, we've seen <laughs> a few bear in the suburbs of Asheville. It's pretty cool for mm-hmm. folks to get to know and steve um i think you know it some people may think they're a pet because they have collars on right so basically the locals know yeah, all locals. you need is a leash i know well joe you could go hang out with the bear you know but some people do think yeah, it's. bring a your leash bring your leash that's it good luck with that one everybody
3: joe do you have no, any thanks. bear in your backyard areas <laughs> we do have bear around here and um, oh. there's a fox in the neighborhood um, Wow! and I'm two blocks from the beach. So people think, you know, all we have our birds and alligators, but that's not true at all. Oh, that's good
0: to know. That's good to know. Hmm. Well, let's let's go to South Carolina to your Grand Strand. Uh, people know about Myrtle Beach. It's a very popular uh, tourist destination. But um, your two parks, you were going to talk about where you get your nature connection on. And this is, you know, this whole thing is to really get people out and enjoying nature and then hopefully become stewards of nature and take care of the land and the habitat and the wildlife. So um, you told me you want to talk about two special places. One is a a local, a beach state park. So Huntington Beach State Park. Tell us a little bit about that.
3: Huntington Beach is... You can't talk about Huntington Beach State Park without also talking about Brook Gardens. They, they are the oh. result of four plantations that were purchased during the Depression by Anna and Archer Huntington. Um, then they were divided because there's a highway that divides them anyway. Um, the, the plantations ran from the river to the ocean. So you've got to picture of these thousands of acres running from river wow. to, to ocean. And then nice. with Highway 17 dividing them, the four plantations, uh, the side that is on the ocean became eventually Huntington Beach State Park. And prior to that, Anna and Archer had built a, a, a home there, a winter home and sculpting studio for Anna. She sculpted into her nineties. Um, oh, wow. She's amazing. Her sister was also a sculptress. Um, mm. But Huntington has the castle that they built. We call it a castle, but it's certainly nothing like the Biltmore in Asheville. It's a, a Moorish <laughs> style castle, and it's built in a square with a with a water tower in the middle. Um, that's on the the ocean side and the the um land or the the river side was of course where the rice plantations where the rice was being grown on the river side and that became brookgreen gardens which became the the showcase to put her sculpture her sculptures outside for everybody to come and enjoy um uh-huh. there's yeah. trails throughout both of them there's uh Brook Green Garden sits on over nine thousand acres, and Huntington is um almost three thousand
0: wow, wow, so when yeah. you think about yeah that's that's a lot of acreage for you to enjoy nature do are there Mm -hmm. hiking trails are you going your you know trails through the gardens um do you is it one pass to get into both places as they're connected
3: or okay no um the state park rents that side of the property is rented uh from green gardens because it's still all one big property but the state park um is a separate pass, but it's very reasonable. I think it's, I don't know, it used to be $5 a car. Uh, I think it's gone up a oh. little now, but locals can get mm. a, and if you're if you're close enough to be here very often, even when I lived in Virginia, I came to the beach so often, I always had a state park pass. And it gets you in every South Carolina state park, so you're silly not to have it. Mm. Um, then Brookgreen has memberships for a lot of locals like me uh, you have a local pass uh if not then you get a pass for a week um i want to say it was around 18 or 20 dollars the last time i knew the price a few years back but it got you in every day for a week because you cannot do brook green gardens in a day mm. oh wow mm-hmm. Wow. So
0: that means and that they have you have good good
3: So you, At least you don't starve. They have restaurants. Yeah. They have um, two other places that have lighter fare. Uh, like you can grab a, a croissant with chicken salad mm. or something like that instead of a sit down lunch. Mm. So with the gardens, tell us a little bit about some of the plants. And do you have like
0: areas where you can just kind of like truly connect? Like and just really do they have like native plant gardens or?
3: Well, a are, lot what? of the, a lot of what's there are native because they're a lot less work. If you plant native mm-hmm. plants, they they thrive, and you don't have to spray and you don't have to baby them. Um, so there are walled gardens, separate gardens that you can go through. Then there are, of course, the the paths that weave through the more natural areas. There's a long uh, path that goes along the river that you can still Mm. see where the rice fields were on a couple of the plantations. They have have a pontoon boat that you can take a tour down the river. And they lecture and talk about the the plantations and how rice is grown and what rice trunks are. So you learn Mm. about that (laughs) rice culture um then they also have what they call the trekkers they have jeeps and and bigger vehicles where you can take tours that get you out into the woods and into the longleaf pine forests nice um and back into mm. some of the old cemeteries there's an old slave cemetery back in the back and i think wow. the i think the most recent grave back there is i want to say it was about 1990 because anybody who was a descendant of people who were already buried there could choose to be buried there, mm. so it mm. is still mm. considered an active uh, cemetery. Mm. Mm.
0: Did you say active cemetery? That's a wild choice of words.
3: I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs>
3: well, yes. you know, yeah, I'm going there for. I Howie. did say that. Yes, but yeah, yeah, but, but active beautiful. means there's there's been, yeah, there's been it's still being used. A, a burial. Yeah, yeah it's, it, 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 there's been a burial within so many years, it's considered active. Yeah, and functioning. But yeah, it's just probably thought... pretty active mm. anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? I mean, that sounds good to me. So, you but, know, the difference honey... in a graveyard and a cemetery, right? Yes. Mm. Yes. Okay. One is a church and yes. one is not a church. Yeah. Right. A churchyard and a graveyard would be adjacent, and a cemetery is somewhere else.
0: Yeah. You know, and bringing Mm -hmm. up a cemetery is a really cool thing because honestly, um, nature loves it. And um, because they're kind Mm -hmm. of left alone, nature does thrive in these areas and it's peaceful. Squirrels hang out. I've seen many snakes. I'm just saying. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's pretty cool. (laughs) Well, I think it's cool Um, because also Mm -hmm. the rock provides that heat for snakes to hang out so it's kind of cool mm-hmm. so cemeteries and uh, Steve and Karen you have that epic cemetery behind the B&B just a few roads mm-hmm. down Um nothing's gone in active and bumping the night at their house as you know and we've stayed at their inn a number no. of times but um <laughs> you know you never know though Um but that you cemetery I mean well maybe they have quiet ghosts. ghosts you never know yeah. yeah they're being nice to the <laughs> like, guests that's it Yeah, I think the the best spirit they have is Steve's beer, but you know, but that better, I mean, that um, (laughs) graveyard is at Riverside, right? Riverside Cemetery. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: That is where Thomas Wolfe and O. Henry are buried, the famous authors. But I mean, those trees, I mean, those are just beautiful trees and Mm -hmm. slopes and Mm -hmm. beautiful to walk. And there's birds. And so it's a really cool place to go yeah a, a bear. yeah yeah We oh yeah mm-hmm. bears there's a bear in the cemetery you know it's all good um <laughs> but steve and karen yep. you two have also spent a lot of time in south carolina in some nature spots we don't have you yeah we're, mm-hmm. we're about we where mm-hmm. where do you where have you guys gone in south carolina
2: we've done around oh, hilton good. head um Myrtle Beach, we always went for the beach, not so much the nature. Unfortunately, we have never been to Brookwood Gardens and Huntington State Beach. Definitely uh, would love to go, though.
0: Mm. Yeah, me too. I think in the I've future. been near there. I think we've been near there, uh, Joe, before we knew you. You know, Nancy well? and I spent a day twirling all around and we found some beautiful little park in some tiny, tiny little riverside town. I have to look up in my notes. and They had like this little you know, tiny park with native plants, like we were talking about that overlooked the water. It was beautiful. Mm. It was like you were on a little island or something. We were on some island or something. I don't know. But mm. um, Nancy and I, yeah, had a wonderful afternoon, just strolling around beautiful trees, like, you know, just was very natural. And, and I love that. But mm-hmm. tell tell us about Huntington's uh, Beach State Park in regards to what people can expect to connect with nature.
3: Well, at Huntington, there are, uh, besides the castle that you can tour, um, they have lots of nature paths throughout the, the 3,000 acres. There is um, a campground, there's camping sites, and a camp store, of course. Um, then on the upper end, uh, on the north end, there is a, there's a very nice education center, Uh, We had a a fire about five years ago, I guess, and it burned, but it has now been replaced and is built back up. Um, So you can go in there and actually see some of the, the sea creatures and sea urchins and sand dollars, Ooh. live mm. sand dollars and things like that mm. in tanks Ooh. and some of those snakes that you like so much in cages. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs>
3: then they have bird feeders out behind the nature center. So you, this is the time of year I love to go down there and just spend the afternoon shooting um, the painted buntings. They are so colorful and so beautiful. Oh, oh my gosh.
2: Um, Awesome. I mean, they've
3: got they're they're red and blue and green mm. and they're wow. just so bright and vibrant. I love going and watching them. And then they're behind oh. the nature center. There's a boardwalk that goes out across uh, between the the marsh and actually, there's two places that I like to walk: the causeway, which is where you actually drive into the state park. One side is a saltwater marsh and on the other side of the road is a freshwater lake. Well, I guess cool. I should call it a pond. I don't think it's but about three feet deep in, in reality. It's not mm-hmm. that deep. And the winter, the alligators leave that pond and go to another deeper pond, um, in another port, part of the park because the water's too cold for them but at the end of Mm -hmm. when you go out across the marsh on the boardwalk at the very tip if you know where to look there is a huge pine tree and in the top of that pine tree is the eagle's nest and so we have a Mm -hmm. nesting pair of eagles who have been there gosh they've Mm. been there i know 10 years nesting every year um Cause I've taken pictures and I've won an award with one of my eagle pictures that was taken at Huntington beach. Yeah. He, he was eating this huge fish. It was Christmas day. So that Mm. was dinner. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. So, you know, I love this.
0: I love this because I think it is true. And especially getting families out there, right. And kids to go out and Mm -hmm. have these experiences. Then it, you know, it's like, Ooh, this was fun. Let's, you know, go hang out. I want to turn to Steve and Karen, Mr. and Mrs. Wild of Asheville, um, <laughs> to find out more about their area. Um, so let's let's start with you, Steve, on the Blue Ridge Parkway because that is something. And mm-hmm. I don't know Karen, you're going to talk about the Pisgah National Forest, which is all connected, right? Mm-hmm. But Blue Ridge will take yep, you to his, uh, Smoky Mountains Mountain National Park, right, yep. Steve?
1: Yeah, you can get there from uh, Smoky Mountain or to the Smoky Mountains. Um, the blue ridge parkway and there's some few areas that are actually in um, north carolina rather than i think most of the park is in tennessee actually but um yeah if you get down there um certain areas you can find the elk out in cataloochee valley and there's also some nice trails that are that's part of the um that's part of the uh smoky mountain national park that are where you find all kinds of interesting flora and fauna that you don't find that at parts of the parkway and everything is Quite interesting, but they have a, a pretty good sized herd of, of elk. And uh, if you go, I would say probably in the the fall is the best time because that's when they all have their antlers and everything, mm-hmm. and they'll be bugling and, and uh, fighting for yeah. um, for dominance. Is usually to yeah. be the king of the of all the girls? But um, <laughs> along the parkway itself, I mean, there's numerous trails off the parkway. There's um, plenty of uh, overlooks to see some beautiful views. Um, you take some of these trails to find some some waterfalls here and there and most of the waterfalls that we find are down around Pisgah I would say though
2: um, yeah but um
1: mm. and it's just a nice drive i mean just spend your day driving along you can go to stop at all the overlooks and every overlook is pretty much a little bit different than the next so
0: with um, with the blue ridge parkway what's cool about this too is like you get like those views and it changes every single minute really Depending on the Mm -hmm. clouds and everything, but it's to me to go from Asheville. It's a bustling little city. You know, it doesn't feel like a city though. But it's like an artistic community, known for its Mm -hmm. arts, known for being environmental. You know, and and you know into nature. But Steve, Mm -hmm. is like five minutes from the end, five ten minutes, and all of a sudden it's like you know jaw drop. You know, (laughs) it's Mm -hmm.
2: it's, (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, you guys had to really pick where you're going to, you know, land with the bed and breakfast and choose. And and you've been all over the world, you know, you've been to what, Tonga Mm -hmm. to Africa to, you know, I was telling someone about you the other day. I was like, you know, oh, it's Marco, Marco (laughs) who co-hosts the show with us, uh, the photographer and Mm -hmm. she's all, it's like, you're not going to believe they've been all over the world, you know, looking for wildlife and Mm -hmm. watching wildlife, Mm -hmm. photographing. And so when you, pick a destination steve was this part of it for you was like the blue ridge parkway and you know being able to see those mountains it was
1: yeah it gives us a chance to get back um into doing some hiking and having mountains again i mean i grew up in the southern california where we had the san gabriel mountains and san bernardino mountains and then um in our backyard and if we wanted to go see some bigger mountains we could um drive six eight hours and be at the sierra nevadas and check that out so it's um these mountains are so much different than the ones on the west coast of course. But um, but yeah, it was a it was a big decision or a big part of the decision, I think.
0: Yeah, um, it doesn't definitely. seem like it doesn't seem like it doesn't matter what season. Because Karen, yeah, you guys have been out in the winter and taking photos of frozen waterfalls and mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. you guys seem to, yeah, you guys seem to be the epitome of like it doesn't matter what the weather is, we're going. <laughs> you
2: know? No, we get <laughs> that, motivated somehow and do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: yeah I sometimes mean, it's hard to out
1: crawl out of bed for that but
0: yeah yeah but i mean when you, once you're there aren't you kind of blown away because your photos and oh yeah oh sure yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah nature is motivation and inspiration yeah,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah somehow when
3: you're taking pictures of nature you forget your butt and toes have frozen yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
2: You do, <laughs> completely. You know,
3: the people with you are like, are you through yet? Or is it time to go? Yeah. And you're like, oh, no. just uh-huh. in a minute.
0: Or, mm-hmm. or your nose starts running and you don't realize that you're now attached to your camera. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can make your own icicles. You know, it happens. It happens. Karen, tell yeah. us a little bit about Pisgah National Forest, because that's also something really close to the city that people can get in and connect.
2: Yeah. So that, that, that I would say is, is our favorite like nature connection spot because it's accessible year round. So that's where we can go search for frozen waterfalls in winter, get out when there's nobody out there. So it's just peaceful and quiet and really having nature to yourself to obviously the spring brings different wildflowers into summer, more flowers. Then we get into like salamander season where you're, if you're lucky and you know what to look for, you can get lucky and see one of many salamander species we have. And then, of course, mm. fall, you got the beautiful colors.
0: Mm. Oh, gosh, yeah. The, the fall colors are a trip. Yep. What about, mm-hmm. when, so when is the salamander season and the butterflies? I remember them being there in August. Did, is there a specific time frame for people to witness that?
2: So the salamanders, I would say about May, usually, wouldn't you say, Steve? We usually see them around yes. May. Maybe even yes, April. We'll
1: start seeing like the red ass. Maybe I think even late March, you can find them if you look in, if you look in the right places. Um, but yeah, the butterflies, they True start probably what about, they'll start coming around. I mean, you'll start seeing more around June and all that, or May and June, you'll see a lot of the tiger swallowtails and then the, um, the um, pipevine and spicebush start coming out. Um, and then the
2: monarchs last.
1: And the monarchs and the buckeyes and then the painted yeah. ladies. So it's kind of a, kind of their own migration, I guess. Um I don't know yeah. too much about that. I know the monarchs get a big migration down to Mexico from yeah, um, along the from north I, to south, the yeah. Appalachian, Appalachian Mountains.
0: Yeah, we just did a podcast on monarchs, and um, and I included um, Lake Lure. Am I saying it correctly this time? Mm-hmm. It's always change its name yeah.
3: when we You're went right. to Lake
0: Lure out of Chimney Rock mm-hmm. and that flowering bridge. See, this is this talk about a nature connection project. They took an old historic bridge that was going to be torn down and put a new one in and said no you will not take our bridge we're gonna put a garden Mm -hmm. and all these master gardeners got together and planted this insane garden all along the bridge all around it to the side under this there's a doggy garden park under the bridge yeah you know you always think there's Mm -hmm. gonna be a goat or a troll but no there's doggies down there and it's nice (laughs) and shady for them but we saw the monarchs there and it's part of um uh Rosalind carter's uh butterfly trail i didn't know she had one it's a monarch way yep. station and that's something to talk about for mm-hmm. you know if you're gonna have a certified wildlife habitat to have a monarch way station which helps monarch butterflies have the right food the caterpillars have the food um mm-hmm. and all, you know they need trees just like you were talking about joe with the longleaf pines they need trees to mm-hmm. cluster yeah you know yeah um
2: mm-hmm.
0: but the the butterflies in north carolina my gosh I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. believe that time. You Remember that butterfly, I heard the butterfly wings when the butterfly hit my head, he like landed, <laughs> <she> landed <laughs> and I heard it. Like I heard this buzzing of wings. Like it was just like, not even a buzzing, cool. it was like a, I couldn't believe it. I really, yeah. I mean, we didn't even have wine yet. So I know it wasn't that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. But, but it was getting colder. It
0: was getting colder and their wings were, you know, they were, they were slower mm-hmm. with their wings. So I wonder if I just heard mm-hmm. that. I don't know. But those I mean there were yeah. butterflies everywhere on the what what was that trail that we were on? Stan's knob? So that's uh Sam
2: Knob yeah. Trail, yeah. So that's Sam off knob. the Blue Ridge okay. Parkway. hmm Okay.
0: That was insane. Yep. And you have Oh my gosh. That is
2: yep. We always find something there? good there. Yeah, it's uh, usually well June in, or well late June into like late August we like to go there and we try to go maybe once a week or once every other week cuz it's constantly changing between the flowers and the butterfly. I mean, you never know what you're going to see. So that's what mm-hmm. makes it exciting to go.
0: And then mm-hmm. mushrooms, you guys have mushrooms everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Fungus. Oh my gosh, you know I love that in the forest. There it is. <laughs> um, when do they start? And, and we're going to be what? We're going to be in the Pisco National Forest again in May, so they should be, they should be happy mm-hmm. little mushrooms out Good there. Thing, right?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, so awesome I, would, I would say the
1: w- other day
2: already. When we That's up it up we up did get, and surprisingly. River. Ooh, yeah,
1: ooh, something.
2: And that was a in a Pisco and, Forest. Yeah,
0: Joe. What? What's it like for you, temperature-wise, in South
3: Carolina? For you, like, are you seeing flowers and things yet? Um yeah i've got crocus that have already bloomed the tulip trees i noticed today have bloomed this the last couple of days we had i mean we do Mm. yoga on the beach and so we take january and february and we have a studio a dance studio that we use um so that we can still get our yoga practice in but the rest of the time we're on the beach and we had we had beach yoga last Saturday. It was 71 degrees, and it was wonderful. But, wow. You know, but but now they're warning us that we're going to be below freezing, I think, tomorrow night or Sunday night. This weekend? Yeah. so here, this weekend.
2: That's
3: springtime in the south. It's like it can't decide, does it want to be winter or does it want right. to be summer? So it goes, it's I'll true. be 30. <laughs> oh, no, I'll be 73. so it just (laughs) you know one day is one and the next day is the next so you spend most of your time pulling clothes on and all
0: oh wow joe's off and running again she's keeping the cemeteries (laughs) alive uh joe i wanted to ask too. doing yoga on the beach i mean steve and karen are running around hiking they're doing waterfalls and all of that right so there's that nature connection and Mm -hmm. i think in their in their area with the Blue Ridge Parkway, and I know you're familiar with that area too, that yes. it is one of those places that it's humbling, right? Nature is very humbling um, mm-hmm. in the area they're talking about. But I wanted to ask with doing yoga on the beach and being outside in nature doing it, does that make a difference than in being inside?
3: Oh, yes. Yes, we've got, and we've got people in our group that won't come to the studio at all. I know how badly I oh. need my yoga and so I go, even though I hate <laughs> being inside. She needs but, to be bending. Mm-hmm. She's got things to do. <laughs> yeah, but you know when, when you can when you can do your yoga and stare out at that ocean and see dolphin jumping and and pelicans diving. There you go. I mean, you know, there's, yeah, nothing, better. Awesome. Yeah, there's nothing better. That's awesome. That's amazing. There's nothing better.
2: That
0: is the ocean is humbling. Talk about a humble the ocean mm, is no. humbling. No, no. Definitely. and healing oh yeah i think that's the thing about nature she's humbling she's healing and when she wants to kick her butt yes. she will she will she'll do yes. it yes um, i agree karen um in regards to Asheville area are there tours or like ranger programs like for people who've never been out in the forest and some people are nervous about getting into nature are there people mm-hmm. that will take them out um for a hike and um you know kind of guide them along there are Okay. Mm-hmm. We yeah, we
2: work with several other – we love working with, you know, the community, as you know. So we work with several different local partners, anything from – you can have somebody go with a guided um, – just a guided hike. There's Jeep tours that, you know, a um, little bit more on the adventurous side and not the hiking side. Um, there, yoga hike that we work with one that's wonderful that they do a yoga hike where you go – where you hike up to the top of a mountain – Uh, Watch the sunset, do a yoga session. And to me, that's like all in one. That's a perfect, you know, wellness, nature, relaxation. I love that tour.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you all for joining us. It has been a true pleasure connecting with nature through you all. And the most important thing is that we all get there. So everyone go to haveglasswilltravel.com and also lion-rose.com. All the links are in the show notes so you can see it there. And uh, that way you can click through from there. And we'll make sure we get some of Joe's articles there too. And also links to past podcasts with Steve and Karen about the nature destinations you can do. And just out of Asheville, you just it's amazing what you can do outside a city Mm -hmm. or even just in close proximity to a city. And I think that's always important for the locals and for the visitors is to get out, get away from the cars, step out into nature and then protect her. So thank you all.
2: Yes. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Thank you. Nice meeting you both. Nice. Thank you for listening to Big Blend Radio's Nature Connection Show. Follow us at bigblendradio.com and keep up with Margot at margocarrera.etsi.com.